All right. Hey, guys, welcome to Tuesday. I wish I could say it's Monday's hangover, but Monday did not happen. Uh, we were not here. We were not here. Well, Brandon and George were here. I was not here. Uh, I was a little under the weather. I had been taking some medicine, dude. I took some medicine to get better for some other stuff, and it made me sick. That, and I think I was exhausted. Um, the gout, I tell you, the gout flared up. I took some more medicine for it. I could not get more than five feet away from the toilet. Now, you and I are very intimate. We know one another now. This is a very, uh, very precious moment we just shared. Uh, I think mostly I was exhausted. But anyway, I'm glad to be back. I hate missing. I hate to miss out because there's so much going on. And uh, so thank you for your patience. And Brandon and George, thank you for the grace and taking care of everything yesterday. Uh, what do we want to get to? Do we want to talk about gay stuff? Of course we want to talk about gay stuff. It's Pride Month. I uh, tried to do as much gay stuff as I could over the weekend. I had a great show in Beaumont. About 750 of our closest friends showed up. It was phenomenal. And uh, we're on to the next, on to the next. Hope everybody's looking forward to good, you know, 4th of July. Next week's schedule, let me just tell you, we will be, we'll, we'll have a show on Monday, the 3rd. We'll take the 4th off, and then we'll be back the 5th and the 6th. So it'll be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we'll get it all done. Anyway, uh, lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on. I don't even want to get into this. That's why I'm sort of delaying, but we have to. We have to. You know, we started a new segment, and I think we've got the graphic for it now. It's called The Gayest Shit You've Ever Seen. Play the clip. There it is. The gayest you've ever seen. Wapow. Right there. Just a just a, just a shit splattering of rainbow. Ah, it's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful little graphic. It feels graphic a little right like there. cheating to do it this month because every day is the gayest shit you've ever seen. Yeah. But why not? <clears throat> well... Well, Rachel Levine, the uh, again, the uh, in the Biden administration said, Admiral Rachel Levine, yeah, Miss right. Admiral <laughs> Rachel Levine, let's not forget, uh, has declared um, that uh, the whole summer is the summer of pride. The whole summer of pride. Now, I want to play this clip. You've seen it, uh, but I want to make some commentary on this because I want you to I want you to think critically about some of this stuff that we're seeing here that's going on. Uh, first thing I want to do in uh, this segment, gay shit you've ever seen, and um, stuff that you're just really not surprised by at this point. Play clip number one. Mm. Yeah, so I like to call that the march of the rainbow triglycerides right there. Uh, they love to expose their breasts, but they're never breasts you want to see. It's just like the dudes dressing up in drag, not sexy. Like you have been abused on the playground your entire life, and now you want to put on a skirt and makeup. It's disgusting. Um, and then, of course, what they were saying was, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Uh, I called it out on social media. Many other influencers did. And of course, you. What, what's the response you're going to get? They're kidding. They're just kidding. That's the way you get away with everything these days. You say the quiet parts out loud, then you get away by saying, we were only joking. Play clip number 19. Hmm. Here we go. Man, there was a couple of those paintings uh, no, no, of no. her. And That's 18. Play clip 19. That's other gay shit. March of the Trekless Rides. 
All right, that's enough. Now, uh, there's there's numerous other pictures out there. I don't know if you pulled them or not, Brandon, but there was the guy wearing the Not Today Jesus uh, shirt with the goat's head with the pentagram on there, and then there was the, the Satan march. The You know, there's that guy right there. Not Today Jesus. So they're completely... I mean, it's, it's not just, let's say, let's normalize a homosexual lifestyle. Now we have to celebrate Satan. And we have to totally show you where. And again, oh, they're just joking. They're just joking. I know. Um, now, again, these were people who want equality. And now they are really pushing the envelope, as I said 20 years ago, and continue to say today. They're not after equality. They're after control. They want control. True of the feminist movement as well. True of the BLM movement as well these people who when they begin to take up activism you realize they don't represent for instance the feminism movement you know the third wave feminist whatever you want to call it did not represent women they did not represent women absolutely not the blm movement did not represent the black community and the lgbt my name is legion mafia is not representing the gay community either these are activists these are activists that you know are trying to get more and more control so i want you to imagine because i know what you're saying you say if you have an honest conversation with somebody who says to you that this is all bs uh when you say well it's all bs when you say they're coming after your children that is not true they are not coming after your children if you play that first clip we played for you if we play that and they say we're here we're queer we're coming for your children and say okay now how do you respond to that they say oh no they're just joking all right you're suddenly not having a serious conversation anymore because critically thinking requires someone to honestly respond to what motivates that group of people to decide on that chant. Now, you say I'm, I'm, I'm grasping for straws here. No, I'm not. They're literally saying this out loud. We've seen numerous examples. Uh, as many have said to me, you can't point to any indicator or example where the lgb whatever is coming after children and i consistently point it out and then you try to turn a blind eye to that and try to justify it well you, you can't justify this anymore you can't justify this anymore now i understand to some degree what it's like to struggle with your identity and you want uh you want the world to know who you are but you're afraid of being ostracized let's take it back to let's say the 1940s 1950s, 1960s, yay, even the 70s and early 80s. Let's take it back and let's say a guy and a gal get frisky out at Lover's Lane in the back seat of a car. And uh, six weeks later, it turns out that that teenage girl is pregnant. Okay. Well, the social mores of the day in America used to say, whoa, they got to get married. That's a shotgun wedding. They got to they get married. They got to they cover their shame. Uh, they need they need to get married. They need to hurry up and, and do this thing before she starts showing because it's shameful to think that this girl got pregnant out of wedlock. Now you move it forward to today and girls get pregnant all the time. And you know what they do? They choose one not to get married and they choose to keep the baby. That's a, that's a that's at least half of that is a beautiful trend that at least whenever they have that oops. I don't think that any baby is an oops. I, I believe we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't believe we're any of us here by accident. But at least they're choosing to keep their baby, even if out of wedlock. They're choosing to do that over abortion. We've seen that trend happen quite extensively more and more over the last, I'd say, 10 years. 
But it used to be taboo. It used to be taboo. You didn't want to have a baby out of wedlock, and, and there was this shame, and you were worried about it. So, okay, so now there's other things that people have been ashamed of or they're worried about being ostracized or considered an anomaly to society or taboo. One of those would be, quote, coming out of the closet. All right? I'm scared of what my family's going to think. Are they going to disown me? And, and then, listen, in certain days and ages in this country, there may have been a value system in place whereby people uh, were ostracized or they caught shame or were kicked out of their homes or their families disowned them or, or whatever. There's those horror stories that are out there. They do exist. There's horror stories. With anything you want to come up with, there's always a horror story. There's a worst case scenario. But by and large, when someone comes out and says, hey, I'm gay. These days, we don't care. Most of us weren't surprised. We weren't shocked. Like when the lead singer for Greta Von Fleet came out this past week and says, hey, I've been in a, a same-sex relationship for the last eight years. We're like, no shit. <laughs> really? Really? I mean, we, we're, not, we're not blown away. If you don't know who the lead singer of Greta Von Fleet is, you can look up Greta Von Fleet and you'll go, oh yeah, that queer. You knew. You recognize him and you knew. And so, now the interesting thing about the lead singer, and I can't even think of his name, I don't know his name, Alfred Greta Von Fleek, was he said, because, and the reason he came out, and this is a side note for you guys, if we're thinking critically, a uh, side note is, he said he was coming out, felt responsible to share that with the public, because uh, he lives in Tennessee, and Tennessee's anti-LGBTQ legislation uh, is making it hard for the gay community to function in civil society. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing. Um, the actual Tennessee legislation just says you can't go out and do strip teases or drag shows or storybook hour in front of children. It doesn't mean you can't get married. doesn't mean you can't share insurance. They, they literally, gays lost zero rights in Tennessee except for their ability to swing their junk in front of children. Now, that tells me that the lead singer for Greta Von Fleek is making a weird stretch here to say the rights of the LGBTQ community, community should include swinging your junk in front of children. Why do you equate those two? It's weird to me that the gay community is doing that. Well, it kind of tells me that maybe something else is going on. And plus, you're 27 years old, which means if you've been in an eight... The singer for Greta Von Fleek is 27. If you've been in an eight-year relationship with a same-sex person, that means you were 19 when you started it. And I might want to ask the question, how old was your partner? If you were 19, maybe he was 17, 16, I don't know. What are you hiding? See, my speculator goes off. Because I'm like, mm, well, let's do the math here. Because you were just barely legal yourself. But I digress. So, you want to come out of the closet, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Until you start saying, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. Now, this is no longer a society in which you have to fear a certain amount of shame for being who you want to be. Until you start parading around with your buddies saying, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. Then you're going to have guys like me and a lot of Americans out there who are pushing back saying, no, we're not going to put up with that shit anymore. And if Bud Light represents that or Target Shopping Center or Department Store represents that, then we're going to ban all of that too. Because again, you guys have pushed too hard. In the name of being accepted, in the name of being, um, you know, normalized or whatever, it's the activists among you the most vocal ones who have taken to the street with their parade of insanity 
and just absolute confusion have come out there and they've marginalized you again. They've marginalized you again. So I had a guy on, on um, Instagram who posted under one of my comments and said, I'm ashamed of the gay community. And as a gay man myself, I feel like everybody now hates me and I've been painted into a corner. I responded. I said, I don't hate you. Nobody I know hates you. But it is up to you to police your own community. I hate that phrase because it in many ways legitimizes a community that doesn't need to be recognized. Because the activist side of that, just like BLM, just like third wave feminists, the Me Too hat, vagina hat wearing people out in the street who didn't give a shit about real women. If they did, they wouldn't have given Woman of the Year to Bruce Jenner. Those same people out there who don't really give a shit about the people and the causes that they claim to, to care about, those are the ones who need to be held accountable. They're not a legitimate community, so I hate even saying that phrase. But you know who's going to save the urban community? Black males. You know who's going to save uh, people from the feminist organizations that are out there? Real women. Not somebody parading as a woman. Uh, you know who's going to save anybody, these people who, because who, again, you want to call it civil rights, whatever you want to call it, but, but all the rights you've gained as a homosexual, and again, those are your terms, you're, the rights you've gained. I don't know what rights you think you don't have. The only person who's going to save you from that is when you decide to call that little group of, of uh, morons into, into check. It's the only ones. It's the only ones. I love what my buddy conservative aunt is doing. Uh, I love what gays against groomers are doing. Um, I love what uh, Ariel Scarcella has to say. These are all my friends. I love what Blair White, who is a biological male, has had to say on the issue. Um, and I, I at least respect the people who are coming out with some common sense and saying, hey, this is our issue. We're going to call it out and we're going to be critical thinkers about this. OK, but as long as you're sitting there saying we're here, we're queer and we're coming for your children, we're going to say, here's my address and I have a Smith and Wesson. And I'm sorry, that's going to be the only response you get. All right, guys, uh, Congress, boy, oh, boy, they didn't they didn't let the, they didn't let America default on her debt. But boy, they sure did destabilize America's position as a global economic leader. They have absolutely driven that debt ceiling higher and the dollar has been devalued. It is now giving them permission for even more reckless spending and Congress will be pushed to constantly appeasing this administration. That's what it seems like. And we are the ones who have to pay for it. It devalues the dollar and it totally undermines our economic security as a nation as the national debt continues to skyrocket. But how do you protect your savings? How? Well, I'll tell you what you got to do. You got to diversify a portion of your savings into gold, and you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Easiest way to do it Birch Gold will convert an, I, an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold for you, and you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. You got a lot of countries out there banding together against the dollar, and central banks are diversifying, and what they're buying is gold. So maybe you should do the same thing. Here's how you do it. Text CHAD, I spell it CHAD, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating in the Better Business, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers. Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Go to and text CHAD to 989898. Do it. Take action today. Again, text CHAD, 989898. We'll be right back. We're living in a crazy world. I don't know if you guys saw it. I made a social media clip this morning 
You can follow me at Watch Chad, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Instagram is growing like crazy. I'm putting more and more content on Instagram. It's insane. Uh, gaining at least a thousand new followers on Instagram every day. Uh, that's good numbers for Instagram. That was especially when you consider Instagram had me so shadow banned a year ago, <clears throat> even six months ago, that you had to completely type out at Watch Chad, get all the way to the D on the end before it would populate. And then if you try to share something to your story, they would warn you and say, are you sure you want to share this person's information? That's some Gestapo BS right there, man. I'm telling you. Um, uh, anyway, um, I posted this morning on both of those as well as Facebook. I haven't been doing as much on Facebook, by the way, if you're looking, because Facebook sucks. And um, absolutely sucks, dude. It's so hard to do. But we're, we're, gonna, we're working on changing all that stuff get some content back in front of you because it's hidden and censored so bad um but there was a guy who identifies as a woman and he posted on his instagram i guess is a picture of him <laughs> and a picture of somebody cleaning the bathroom at mcdonald's and so this guy that identifies as a woman went into the women's restroom at mcdonald's and got scared because a dude, a biological male that works for McDonald's, came into the bathroom and started cleaning the room and said, this is my space. <laughs> I don't need men invading my space. <laughs> which is, which is, I, I can't even, you'll have to go watch my video what I had to say about it. But first of all, he didn't even change his name. His, his screen name is still Daniel. And he wants a safe space. Now, we've been barking for years saying we want women's spaces protected, whether it's a bathroom, locker room, whatever. And um, this guy, who's standing to piss, I guess, still has the equipment, is bitching because of male employee. That, like, you can't make sense of this stuff. You, I had a friend call. Let me see if I could say this the correct way. I had a friend of mine who called me on the phone recently and said, um, I asked about his family. He said, my daughter's doing great. She goes to work every day and a friend drives her and works there too. And just kind of catching up. And I said, so, and it's, and it's a guy that takes his daughter. And I said, so are they in a relationship or anything? And he goes, no, um, the guy is actually a biological female who is straight. And I said, wait a minute. What does that mean exactly? I said, because as a biological female, does that mean she likes biological males or as a biological female that identifies as a male, is she straight and therefore likes uh, females and would therefore as a biological female be lesbian, which would actually make her gay anyway. And he's like, I don't have a clue what you just said. And I said, well, exactly. That's the point. See, that's the world we're living in. Would you say somebody is a biological whatever, but they identify as this, but they're straight? I don't know what that means. That's the, that's the clown world. It's a riddle wrapped in an enigma as a part of a puzzle that's actually missing pieces. I can't with this stuff anymore. I can't with this stuff anymore. But listen, uh, changing gears just for a minute. I'm trying to figure out that this is what I thought about on my drive here today. I'm thinking about, okay, they're done with Joe Biden. Like they, this stuff's heating up with the whistleblower stuff and the Hunter Biden uh, texts and, and all of these things, because he obviously did text 
the Chinese official saying, I'm sitting here with my dad, and you better do what we tell you to do. Uh, and over the weekend, Joe and Hunter spent uh, their time at Camp David getting away, a little retreat. <laughs> you look at that and all the, all the re-rees on Twitter say, do you not know what Camp David is used for? Yeah, it's for bringing other foreign dignitaries in as an escape from the White House setting and being able to discuss uh, you know, geopolitical matters in a relaxed social setting. Maybe set everybody at ease, you know. Um, but uh, he took Hunter out there, which, by the way, Hunter was hobnobbing this past week at the White House dinner and at the gala. Um, just walking around, you know, I mean, just federal charges, the whole thing, a little slap on the wrist for evading the IRS and uh, gun charge. And, and then all of these whistleblower accusations. And what do you know? What do you know? The um, he's there hobnobbing with everybody like nothing's going on. I mean, I can't imagine. Can you imagine Donald Trump doing that with one of his kids? Hell no. It'd be all they're talking about. But anyway, they're out at Camp David. They're probably strategizing a little bit, circling the wagons, because now Joe Biden's lawyered up. He's lawyered up against this stuff, and I think they're going to crucify him. I'm going to go with, if I'm laying bets, if I'm laying bets, Brandon, I'm going to the end of September. Okay. And I think it's going to be a big red October. Okay. Because uh, he's got to go. They, think- they, got, he, they know he's not the candidate. Do you think they'll do it in courts? Because the way I always figured this would probably end outside of him dying was yeah. they'll eventually go with the, well, yeah, Hunter did some things, but he was smoking crack. It's not, <laughs> Joe was just trying to cover for his poor drug addicted son. Because yeah. it's not hard to believe all this when you go, oh, he was smoking crack cocaine yeah. in copious amounts. Like, of course, that man might commit a little fraud. Because yeah. I've always figured they'd use Hunter as the, yeah, Joe did it, but he was being a good dad. Yeah, and they're still pushing that narrative with the good dad thing because anything you say, this is a, this is a father showing compassion towards a son. This is so, <laughs> mm, this is what we need more of. No, 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 no. This is the guy who's coming for your guns, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the one who's pushing for this, you know, common sense gun legislation and gun control, and he's constantly talking about it. And this was a weapons charge against Hunter Biden. He literally violated um i went i went to the texas gun experience last week and bought a new hunting rifle didn't need it wanted it bought a new hunting rifle i bought uh i think four new suppressors because america and uh i had to go in and refill all my contact all my information out and stuff took me about 30 minutes to just get into the system and refill a lot of stuff out when you're buying suppressors because that you got to get a federal stamp and all these kind of things and i I looked at chris wallen who was on the show last week he was with me and i said i said yeah so much for this just going into a a store and coming out five minutes later with a new gun um, there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through. I had to post a new picture of myself and, you know, upload all this stuff. And now I still got to wait nine or 10 months, hopefully nine months for the suppressors to come in. Uh, that's why if you're going to buy suppressors, you better buy a bunch of them all at once because they'll process you through usually like one day at a time. You, once they're on this one, they go to the next one and, um, yeah, you just stay on a waiting list with that whole deal. Now I say all that to say Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden broke the law. We know that he broke the law. Uh, I filled out the paperwork. I read the thing as I was right, filling out the paperwork the other day. I'm looking at it and I go, yeah, there you go. See, Hunter violated this and this and this. But then you remember Joe Biden back in the day 
holding up his little quarter there on the floor, Senate, uh, Senate floor, talking about, oh, just a little bit of, you know, crack like this. And he's like, oh, me and Strom Thurmond and all these other guys. Um, it's always funny that Joe loved to hang out with the most racist senators. Um, it's a coincidence. That's a coincidence. It's just totally no, a coincidence. Yeah, don't, don't take it seriously. It was a different time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so, uh, and he talks about how you got to do jail time. This is our legislation. You got to do jail time. But not for Hunter. Not for Hunter. So I think, to your question, Brandon, I don't know. I think that they're going to let him go out. They're going to try to figure out a way to retire him with some dignity. Uh-huh. I think they have to. Yeah. Uh, they, they can't just sell him down the river. They can't just, it's going to be interesting to see. I think they're, they're going to give him a Nixon moment. Yeah. They're going to give him a Nixon moment where he can come out and resign. And uh, that's my guess. I mean, I'm right about everything. <laughs> so why not this? I was right about the submarine. Yeah. I was, right the, I was right about the submarine. I said, you know, this is going to be a media cover up and they're going to, the thing's already imploded and they probably already know it. And I said that, and everybody's like, oh, come on. You mean to tell me that all these rescue and search people out there are looking for this submersible, and we're not telling them? And that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Literally what I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they knew on that Sunday, they, they, as soon as they lost communication from the GameStop controller, uh, they heard the poop, and that was them dying within a millisecond, <laughs> a blink of an eye. Those people were gone. Uh, but they carried it out four more days while the whistleblower stuff came out and all the all the hunter stuff came out. They just let that thing go. And somebody says, "How could you say it's a cover up and they, and they're they're not telling anybody?" Well, did you effing know? You didn't, did you? That's what that's what it means when I say they didn't tell you. It was a cover up. They seriously did not bother to let you know. They drugged those poor families through that for days with some kind of false hope, believing they knew good and damn well what had happened on Sunday. The Navy knows. The Coast Guard knows. Boop. That was it. That was the deal. Gone. But no, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't let everybody know. They had to keep dragging that thing out. And that was the news story. That was the news story. And don't even get into, you know, the $6.2 billion, apparently, that we, you know, shorted on Ukraine whatever oh good god it makes me sick makes me sick uh, all right hey most americans have not heard about the fact that the usda recently revealed that in america's breadbasket states countless crops planted last season will not be harvested this season thanks to extreme weather conditions a worldwide fertilizer shortage those crops didn't stand a chance this means food shortages and higher prices at the grocery store are coming that's why now is the time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. And to help you prepare for what's coming, they're offering a new lower price on their popular four-week emergency food kit. These meals will give you the peace of mind when food shortages hit, but you got to hurry. It's a limited-time offer that expires soon. In each kit, you're going to get energy-boosting breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks. They're going to keep you going when the going gets tough. Best of all, they come at an affordable cost, especially with this offer. You'll, you'll laugh at grocery store prices when you have this kit. So to get this special discount, go to preparewithchad.com. And don't put off your preparedness. Tomorrow may be a day too late. Go to preparewithchad.com right now. That's preparewithchad.com. We'll be right back. Brandon, can I just say again how much I love the gayest shit you've ever seen clip? 
that get like that that do you have that little graphic can we yeah. play it real quick we'll just play yeah, it one more time i just want to see it i'm wondering should we add audio to this thing or whatever but i'm I, sure i can uh. I think we ought to have just poop splatter sounds. There at the end. <laughs> I love that thing. Little sound effects thrown in. Yeah, that's back when Chris was Chris was still part of the show, and I said, "Dude, this is what I want. I wanted to type out. I wanted there to be a rainbow splatter." And uh, and uh, Tyler over in the think tank did a hell of a job. He did a good job. Did a hell of a job. Yeah. This thing. Oh, let's pick some random stuff and talk about it. I feel like having fun. It's a Tuesday. Play clip number fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> this Chinese stir fry features rocks as the main ingredient, and social media calls it, quote, the world's hardest dish. People are supposed to suck off the flavors, then spit out the rocks. Hence the dish's name, Sodio, meaning suck and dispose. What? The dish originated in Hubei province and is said to date back hundreds of years. What? It was reportedly passed down for generations by <laughs> boatmen through their oral history. <laughs> Street vendors cook the pebbles with spices, chili oil, and garlic on a sizzling grill. The hell? Each portion costs about 16 yuan, which is around $2.30. It better be $2. <laughs> <laughs> these people are sucking on rocks man that is a real thing that's my thought when i watched that would you rather eat the rocks or the bugs i'd eat the bugs really at least something's I, going down i think i'd rather eat the rocks i don't know at least something's yeah. going. i've eaten bugs i've never sucked on a rock not not purposefully well you got a reason to go to china then ah I don't know, man. I take my. I'd, I'd, I'd like. <laughs> I want a chef with a reckless knife on a blowfish. You know what I'm saying? I take that. I, I like go to mypatriotsupply.com. Listen, uh, preparewithchad.com is where you need to go. I, this that's weird, dude. It's I mean, one of one of my favorite things about Asian cultures is they'll eat the wildest stuff. Have you ever noticed they will eat wild stuff? I, I, some of those videos I scroll through the reels and they're yeah. slapping that thing. At, what? What? What are you doing? Have you ever noticed if you go to a Chinese buffet, which I don't, I used to. We used to listen, hands down. I loved a Chinese buffet. Oh, Most delicious. disgusting thing in the world. <laughs> loved it. But you ever notice the people working in there? They weren't eating the same shit you were eating. Oh, no. They know what's in it. Ever. They were never eating the same stuff you were eating. You'd see them over there taking their little lunch break or whatever. Their little No, they weren't eating that stuff. Maybe some of the noodles, but that was about the extent. They were never touching that stuff. You ever notice how many Mexicans you'll see in a Chinese restaurant, but you never see Chinese people at a Mexican restaurant? That's a fair point. That's, That's a, a fair, fair point. point. Yeah. Because Mexicans don't... I mean, uh, listen, they're going to... But if they start serving rocks, that's a whole other game. I just want to know the first person who was like, hey, I can get people to pay two fifty <laughs> each to eat this bucket of rocks. The overhead on that must be fantastic. They must be making great money. No kidding, dude. It's rocks. You can technically reuse them. Yeah. You can rewash them in the dishwasher. To be honest, I assume you return the rocks unless you just like throw them away. Well, I, I thought they were going to say something completely different when they said, this has been called the world's hardest dish. <laughs> <laughs> it is Pride Month. What? Uh, we're here we're queer um and then that girl's just spitting them right back out i mean i do like just the wow. footage of people eating rocks like it's normal 
And you know? what, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, we're dead. We're dead. We've died. This oh, is it's over. Yeah, we're somewhere else. This it's isn't reality. Over. Um, I'm gonna get my Patriot supply. I've got a stock of that emergency food, but it's just a matter of time. <laughs> That's, that'd be a time. good ad for them. Be like, hey, you could be eating rocks if you don't buy yeah. my, my Patriot supply. Speaking of rocks, Joe Biden. Um, this uh, play. Let's, let's play clip number three. Everybody's seen this, but I want to talk about it. Play three. I was just thinking. Uh, uh, the, anyway, can't think of the name. I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Now, in the full clip, he goes on to say, uh, but all kidding aside, which is his tell. When he says I'm joking or I'm kidding or but anyway, he's literally saying, now, do I think that Joe Biden was in sitting there with the president of India and selling state secrets? No, I don't. But why say it? Why are you saying that? Why are you with another head of state and saying it? The fool put his hand over his heart the other day, standing next to the president of India, where they were playing the Indian national anthem. It took him 15 seconds to realize it wasn't the American national anthem, and he slowly slides his hand down like this. He is a chicken skin with ears at this point. It is horrible what this guy is. Please (laughs) help me get some sanity. Play clip number two. (laughs) The Hunter Biden story, the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. (laughs) And Joe Biden has never and will never give up on his son, son Hunter, and will never treat him lesser than. And so he is a father first. Take it or leave it. He doesn't even, first of all, Anna Navarro, first of all, he doesn't even know where Bo Biden died. He keeps saying, I mean, if he has such a loving father, why does he keep lying about Bo Biden and saying he died in Iraq? He said that numerous times. He didn't die in Iraq. He died of cancer in Maryland. The other thing is, why won't you acknowledge your granddaughter in Arkansas? If you're such a loving father, why? Anyway, anyway, no, let me tell you what he is. He's a doting father because he knows that if he doesn't protect Hunter, that shit's about to get real and it's going to come back on him because he is 10% for the big guy. He is pedo Peter. He is the creepy ass dude that his family and everybody in Washington, D.C. knows that he is. He is the dude who stuck a digit in Tara Reid when she was pushing him off of her. He's that guy. So he's not some loving, this is the story of a loving father. No, it's the story of a hypocritical ass who has been selected and placed into power, who doesn't have a clue what's going on in his day-to-day because he only works from noon till four, Tuesday through Friday, and doesn't have a damn clue what's going on anywhere else in the world. So, yeah, Yeah, he's the puppet with a hand up his ass who got to do whatever they tell him to do. So when he comes out and says, oh, I was just out selling selling some uh, state secrets. And um, I guarantee you there was somebody in the earpiece going, shut the fuck up. (laughs) All kidding aside. (laughs) At some point in time, I want us to do a sketch of what's going on in Joe's ear. 
Like, let's, let's do the voiceover of what's happening in the earpiece. We'll have Joe talking, and we'll have the voice in the ear. You'll get to hear what's exactly going on. I want to do that. Um, anyway, they did that the other day whenever he fell on the podium. I saw somebody do that when he was walking up to the podium. I thought it was pretty funny. But, yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's too hot outside for this nonsense. Oh, it's 137 degrees in Texas, dude. I can't take it anymore. Can't take it anymore. Uh, guys, you hear me all the time singing the praises of my favorite all-natural supplement called Liver Health Formula. It will work to rejuvenate your liver. It will reignite your metabolism. It burns fat. It boosts energy. It fights a fatty liver, which, by the way, affects over 100 million Americans. And uh, the folks over there, uh, they put together this short presentation that shares four warning signs of a damaged or fatty liver. And you need to go watch them. Down, uh, number two is downright scary. You can watch this free presentation and learn more about your liver health right now. Uh, or just wait till the show's over. But go over to checkyourliver.com slash Chad. Once again, that is checkyourliver.com slash Chad. And we'll be right back. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. Oh, boy, oh, boy, the stuff. You know, you see where Nancy Pelosi said that Republicans uh, have no respect for women? <laughs> Uh, this is the Democrats, the party that, um, one, don't know what a woman is, and two, uh, love it when men beat the shit out of them in every sport they play. Uh, no, the only time they ever say that is in regards to women's, quote, reproductive rights, which they're talking about abortion. That's all they, that's all they really care about. Again, whether it is these people in pride parades, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your kids, or... Um, abortion. What? They hate your children, man. They really want, they either want to kill your kids, they either want to kill your kids in the womb, or they want to completely pervert them out of the womb. Um, certainly indoctrinating them. If you guys could see the stuff, and we had the ability to really lay it out, the stuff that researchers send me of these curriculum that are out there, it's mind-blowing when you, when you look at the crap that they're putting into the schools. And then you go to the places of, quote, higher education, which, is a, it's, which has become laughable. Texas Christian University, TCU, right there in Fort Worth. Uh, TCU has been offering a, a course on drag since 21. We, I just found out about this this past weekend, uh, the other day, that they're, it's, it's a literal college course. <clears throat> where you can go and get a college credit, pay tuition for learning all about drag. Um, I, I help me with that, Brandon. I don't know. Is it an easy A? I, it, it ought to be. 
I guess it depends on how well you twerk. I, like, do I have to show up in a dress to, to pass? <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to read the syllabi. Like, you yeah, know, is that like by, by the sixth week? Do they introduce children at that point? I was gonna say, is like, is the final like you show up in your new drag persona and present it to the classroom? I mean, oh, and and the person like I shared the article over on my social media um, from I forget what what it was from, but um, what what thing it was from what newspaper it was from but i sent that article to sarah gonzalez who said the person right there that's pictured actually works at their children's ministry at the local church there in fort worth so um yeah i just don't find any justification for any of that any of that so here we are um but the stuff that people send me that the clips and they're just longer clips. We don't have time to put them on here. I got to figure out a way to get some of this information out there. We need to do a full-blown expose with the stuff I get sent. Oh, it's insane. And Sarah Gonzalez catching a bunch of shit. Fort Worth uh, Star-Telegram, that rag wrote, uh, I mean, liberal leftist progressive rag, Fort Worth. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Um, they wrote a hit piece on her the other day because she put that stuff out there where the mom back at Christmas took her kids to the... Um, let me pull up and read a piece of that. Uh, took her kids to the drag show. And, of course, Sarah and them, they edited not only clips of her being there, but there were clips of you know from other shows that were put on by the same people. And they said, oh, see, the mom comes out and says, we didn't see, we didn't, um, that wasn't the show we were at. It was just put on by the same people, the same general stuff. But in it, in it, the mom, they, they said that uh, in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram writing this thing, that basically they're saying Sarah Gonzalez trapped this woman and made her go viral and made a threat to her and all this kind of stuff. Bull. Um, they said the members of extremist groups, New Columbia Movement and American National Initiative joined the protest. This was outside the drag show that had the children. Along with members of the neo-Nazi Aryan Freedom Network, the Dallas Morning News reporter reported, Counter-protesters included armed members of the Elm Fork John Brown Gun Club. This uh, mother said that she drove up to the venue. Some protesters were doing Nazi salutes to the car. So you see what they're trying to do. They're trying to lump people like us in with these Nazis, so-called. She said, quote, My kids were taught a lot of lessons that night that I didn't think I would have to teach them, which is like what to do in a mass shooting that our backs need to be up against the wall, find the nearest exits, she said. The protesters did not block the entrance, and the venue was heavily guarded, she said, although the scene gave her anxiety. She saw this as an opportunity to teach her children a valuable lesson. At this point, I was like, no, we needed to stand up to bullies, she said. So, she's making all this justification for going in and exposing her kids to drags, drag queens, but she literally, with the admission of her own mouth... <coughs> <laughs> with the admission of her own mouth, and before I die here, I want to get this out, said she had to take them past a bunch of neo-Nazis and talk to them about mass shootings. So you are admittedly saying, by your own choice, you forced your kids to go through what you consider a dangerous group of people in order to go in under the, I guess, threat of your life if you're having to talk to them about mass shootings. And the least of your concerns was the fact that some dude was swinging his junk in your kid's face. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go off on, a, on here and say, while the Fort Worth Star-Telegram is trying to defend you for being a good parent, you're literally a shitty parent. 
a shitty parent. By your own admission, you took your kids into a dangerous situation based on the so-called Nazis that were outside protesting. I can't with the hypocrisy of this nonsense. The least of your concerns was the dude swinging his pecker. Ah, 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 ah. Speaking of Nancy Pelosi, uh, play, play clip number five, please, if you have it. And I know how important it is to protect these documents. If I were in, my, in the skiff, that's the room that you go in to get briefed, and I just wrote down a few names or a few dates, I couldn't take my own piece of paper out of the room. With the names and dates on it. With the names and dates. I'd have to submit it to the staff to be placed in a vault. I would have access to my information, but I could not take it with me. This is about protecting our national security. You think that drunk bitch has ever protected anything other than her high-dollar ice cream in her freezer in San Francisco? What are you talking about? Nancy Pelosi is the face, you know, of doing things the right way. She's never once... Yeah. Once colored outside the lines. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. 900 years in Washington, D.C. She was there when they signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, she's just the world's greatest stock trader. That has nothing <laughs> to do with anything. Incredible she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hey, I can't understand what you're asking me. What are you asking me? <laughs> what are you saying to me? Well, Nancy, you're also, you also weren't the president of the United States. Um, who has the ability to declassify documents and do basically whatever you want to do with the documents. But again, uh, did you see that they've come out? I mean, they went in, they went in and did some deep research and they've now found that Donald Trump is the only president in history that did not descend from a slave owner. He's the only one. Even Barack Obama descends on his mother's side from slave owners. Every single one of them. Except Donald Trump. I'm pretty Donald sure. Donald Trump's family migrated to America after slavery was abolished. Well, and there was like, a, I think it was like a 14-year-old or something a few years back who <laughs> traced all their bloodlines back to like King George or something. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. Seems it's, a little weird. I'm telling you, the elitist cabal, it never dies. It's nope. a strong bloodline. No one has ever called. Every now and then I'll get these messages on social media asking if I want to join the Illuminati. Oh, I got one the other day. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Did you join? No, I asked him, I was like, well, what do I got to do? Do I have to do any, like, gay shit to get in? Because that's usually the ritual. And he assured me no gay shit was required to get in. <laughs> at, which, at which point I told him, well, I'm not interested. Yeah. Repeat after me. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you, I think that's like a mantra. It's their mantra now. But they're kidding. They're kidding. Yeah. Just yeah. a goof. Woo. Boy, it makes me want to go clean my guns. It really does. <laughs> uh, clean your guns. It's a dirty job, but you got to do it. <clears throat> the patches are messy. The rope is inefficient. I want to encourage you to go check out a brand new product that you can only find with my friends over at Barrel Buddy. If you want to clean your guns, Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, and it cleans the rifling grooves. It comes in seven different sizes, which will match any caliber firearm you own. It's composed of polymers that don't leave behind residual particles, no lint, none of that trash. So it's safer. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates, then absorbs the remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean. You can even lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning. So give them a shot. I love them. Cleaning your guns is an important step in being a responsible gun owner. And Barrel Buddy is a totally new concept, and it's a better way to take care of your firearm. So get some today. I guarantee you're going to love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com today. That's BarrelBuddy.com. And we'll be right back. 
It's almost time to give away our uh, big prize, that, that $3,000 e-bike, that Hemingway e-bike. you got to go to 76forever.com. Every, uh, you, you don't have to purchase anything to enter, but uh, with every purchase, uh, every dollar you spend is another entry to win the bike, and uh, I'll probably hand deliver it. So go to 76forever.com. Check us out. We're doing some fun things over there. And I want you to go to chadpratherlive.com and find out where I'm going to be on the road. I'll tell you where I'm going to be on the 7th of July. I'm going to be in Tomball, Texas at Main Street Crossing. And then we're making a return to the Rockbox Theater on July 8th. They're in Fredericksburg, Texas. Get your tickets now because guess what? Uh, it's almost sold out. So you want to go check that out. Come hang out with me, Ben, Steve, the Ragamuffin. It's going to be a good time. And I might have some other special guests as well. Don't forget, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad to save on an annual subscription. And we'll see you tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Bye.